Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Welcome to the Director's Cut. Um, it's my episode. Okay. Jody Pratt. Okay, so uh, this shit is called... This is, I revised this. I wrote it out last night. It's called uh, Cabbage Head. Right? Alright, it takes place in um, Thailand. And the story starts out with the protagonist. Her name is Nong. And she's a detective for, you know, Thailand police in a major city. Um, I don't want to say Bangkok, but somewhere. Phuket, something like that. And then um, she's 43 years old. She's a detective, like I just said. Um, she was born in Laos, raised in Thailand. Um, she looks Thai, all brown motherfucker. Um, so she had to retire early from the force. The force. Uh, because, so one night she had like a, an interrogation to, uh, so she interrogated this, this, um, it was suspected, um, child murderer slash cannibal. And she needed a confession like you always do, you know what I mean? Um, until, no, she needed a confession. So she, he's in the room. She enters, um, she opens like the crime scene photos and they're just like terrible, horrific West Memphis three type shit. But with bite marks and chewed out fucking kids and stuff, right? And she like completely goes blind, and she she's used to this shit because she's seen you know dead bodies and shit. But she stares into his eyes, and there's nothing in return, just like a like like a shimmer in his eyes of, of just emptiness. You know what I mean? It's like the bottom of the bucket type thing. And then, like, he cracks some, like, crude joke or something like that. He's like, oh, I should have, you know, fried him. Or something, something like that. And she she calmly um, releases his cuffs and starts to brawl with the nigga. Well, obviously, he's a man. and Well, she has military fucking, you know, not military, but uh, police training and shit like that. So she got some moves. She did Muay Thai. When she was a kid. So they start scrapping in there. And like she opens him up with the elbow. To like the his brow. And she starts digging with her fingers. Into his wound and shit like that. And um. They're like. It's like a, it's like a blood. Not bloody but. It's a brawl. Like a real fucking. Real heavy breathing fight. And she. Ends with shooting this nigga in the head. Right before they open the door. Right. So she is forced to retire early from that. It, that could be, you know, change or whatever, but she was forced to retire early from that. Um, but she was a semi, semi dirty cop. You know what I mean? So part of it might be the kids being in pieces and him having the motherfuckers over rice or the fact that she's done dirty for so long that she wanted to right or wrong or, you know, come out on top of the shit. But anyway, the story digress. Um, so 
she, she was in a in a fog when she seen the those uh pictures. So she's refor- she's forced to retire early. Um on top of her pension and shit like that, she has some stolen money over the the time she the time she um you know done bad and shit like that. So she retires to like this island. Uh, it's a populous tourist island, shit like that. Popular tourist island. Um, same thing. It's populous yeah. if, if it's popular. Uh, that's where she meets Cabbage Head. So his name will change, but... I like that guy. name, though. Um, so, I'll tell you a little... So, that brings her there, right? And... Um, What's your name again? Uh, Nong. Nong. Okay. So, Cabbage Head, I'll tell you a little bit about him. Um, he's 61 to 67. Old, you know, obviously older. I just said this fucking age. Um, and give me, give me physicalities of what he looks like. He's just an old Asian nigga. But like, like height, weight, belly. Okay. What are we looking at? So, um, looking at thin, young. I mean, like as far as like he looks younger than he should. No, does he he's look a, his age? He's a cigarette smoking. So, <laughs> cigarette smoking. He's a regular. Bent over at the waist all the time, ass nigga. Okay. So maybe like 170 pounds, um, maybe five, six, you know, teeth all brown and shit. Okay. Wise, um, or or just good at what he does. What? Wise, like is he like one of those? Well, let me get into that. So he's a restaurant owner, right? Okay. On this island, the populace is like seven seven thousand people, but it's like you know mainly tourists. Um. He's a Thai nationalist, so he believes in the pure blood of Thai people. And since he's about, he's 60, 61 to 67 years old, he's been around a lot of the fucking, you know, the uprisings and shit and civil wars have been, you know, stamped out and shit like that. So, um, a little bit of background on him, which throughout the, the, the film, you would see flashes of this story I'm about to tell about his background. So not all at once would you know this about him, but it'll enter his mind when, you know, when he starts to wander off or talk too long or anything like that. So he was um, stolen as a kid um, from a woman that owned that restaurant. Um, She'd recently had a, um, she'd recently had a miscarriage and she stole this fucking baby. Um, she would dress him as a girl to disguise him from people. Um, so nobody would recognize him. He would breastfeed on her teeth because she would produce. She had a miscarriage later on. Um, breastfeed onto her and shit like that. And she wouldn't waste meat on him eating meat so she just give him cabbage and breast milk until she couldn't produce anymore but he would still suck on her breast and eat the cabbage and shit like that when he got about 13 or so she would have sex with him uh to produce more kids you know what i mean see she's uh not right in mind so she'd have sex with him um and they produce kids and shit like that um and this was like 50 years ago and they she needed people to 
to keep up the restaurant and shit like that. By this, by that miscarriage, she lost her fucking mind. So he takes over the restaurant and shit like that, and um, every all of his kids slash siblings and shit are the restaurant workers, and they they work around the town and shit like that. But anyway, you'll see all that shit part by part throughout the whole entire thing. Um, but yeah, so, and then the third character, uh, who would just, you know, little by little be pieced in there, um, is Michael. Michael's the former partner of Nong. Um, they were partners for about five years. He's about 30 years old. Um, they had an affair throughout their, um, about three years into their partnership and shit like that. And, uh, he has a wife and kid. Um, at home, his wife is white. Remember that. So his wife is white. Um, he's like totally fucking sprung, wanted to call her up and shit like that, like a bunch of times. She's like ignoring him. She's older though, yeah. Yeah, she's forty three. So um, she just wanted the the sex because she wasn't interested in a partner. Um, his kid is about three years old, but that's a little background on Michael. He'll come into the story later. So um. Through this time, she, um, so the A story is, she's having a good time and shit like that. This is the main restaurant on the island, like the, you know, the best or whatever the fuck. Um, so she, you know, is, is frequented, frequented by a lot of people. Um, so it all comes to a head one night. She's about, it's about three weeks there. She meets uh, some people at the bar in the restaurant. They're younger people, but she's like, you know, try to keep that same energy. So they're drinking all together and they're just like, oh, let's go to, you know, this this nightclub over here. You know, we'll, let's have a good time. And she's like, all right, fuck it. I'll, you know what I mean? I'm a young bitch. Like, I'm only 43. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll hop on some dick over here. It doesn't matter. Tourists, whatever. So she's like, they're walking down the the main street that the shit's on. Um, and then there's alleyways in between the shops. Right? Um, so, she's walking past this alley, alleyway, stepping out of the restaurant. And something catches her eye. Like a, like a quick movement. Like, it looked like somebody threw a baseball. You know what I mean? Without the baseball, actually. You know, the sound of it, but the, the movement of it. So she looks and she sees two glowing red eyes. Looking back at her, the neck is cocked in a certain way, and it's just away. just staring. Uh, it's at the end of an alley, so maybe like a hundred feet away. So you see these two. Could you throw a ball to it? Um, I mean, how fucking hard can you throw a ball? You know what I mean? An average person could do. Like, I mean, it, is, it is it you or an average you? person? Could it get to you? No, no. Without you seeing it, it's not like it's real close. Close. Uh, that you would have to see this nigga's red eyes bouncing towards you for him to get you, and then you have to stand there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because you're terrified. So it's like a hundred, maybe hundred fifty feet away. All right. At the end of the at the end of the alley, Ooh, not okay. in the light, but it's right it's before the light. To know that that shouldn't be there. And yeah. You know something looking at you. Exactly. It's just, it's a hard stare. Yeah. And then does it blink? Um. So you can tell it has it's. It looks like it's holding two, two like baseball bats, 
in his hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the it, only the 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 tips of it, and then the baseball bats extend into the darkness, so you don't see what it's what's on the end of those, mm-hmm. right? And um, and you you see a the trunk of a car open a little bit further, like the corner of it opened up, right? So she's like, what in the fuck is it? Is it because I'm faded, bro? Is it my demons? I don't know what the fuck this is. So she's staring at it and staring back at her. And they, then the one of the bitches is like, come on, bitch. And like fucking pulls her. And that's the last of that scene. She doesn't go back to look at it. She she gets pulled in this direction. And it's just going to her mind until it's spun out into nothingness. And then she doesn't think about it again. Time goes, time goes past. She's having a fucking good time. Um, so, and the B story in this, that's the A storyline is her, right? B story is Michael coming to, you know, he's like, um, you know, I, I want to be with you, bro. Like, you know, fuck this, this white whore. I want to be with you, right? And she's like, me, don't you understand, like, that was just, you know, fucking. And he was just like, well, you have my half of the money, so I'm going to come see you regardless. It's one of those obsessive niggas. Can't mm-hmm. take a hint. Although, yeah. you got his money. He got his money, but he's like, mm, I could either get some a wife and some pussy off of this or just like, and your life. Yeah, like, you know, so he's just like, well, I want to see you regardless. So he's, he's, you know, when you're young, you kind of, so yeah, it becomes antagonist. You overst- no, listen. He overstep your boundary a little bit by not taking no for an answer, you know. So time goes past and then um she frequents the, the restaurant a lot. Um so one night she's talking to the restaurant toward the owner and shit, um cabbage head. And he he's talking about Thailand and the history of Thailand and you know as a, as a nationalist he has all these old like tattoos on him and shit like that and he served in the military and shit like that and um and through his relationship with his mother he learned to that's what her ideal ideals were it's keeping the bloodline pure. You know what I mean? Being like your Thai first, human second. You know what I mean? Um, so he's going on. He's he. It's to a point where, in his old mind, he just goes off into a tangent about how you know great Thailand is and shit like that. And he starts to like. He starts to do like weird shit. Like you know, he starts to a half-ass like white crew. And be like, man, I used to, you know what I mean? Like, in the military, I used to fight, too. And shit like that. Like, you know, being Thai, you have to learn how to fight. You know, they, they this is the greatest martial arts of all. You know, shit like that. Um, so, and in that tangent, like, his mind goes to his childhood. That's not, that's not where it starts. Because there's little bits and pieces throughout the whole shit. Where he's serving people and his mind just drips off into some childhood trauma. He's keep talking to her and she's just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just here, you know, for a beer and to meet new people and shit like that. So he goes on. The, and then at this time, the, sto- the it's about to close. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So 
she's the only one left in there. Um, and he's like mopping up and he's doing all this shit. And he he's like stepping closer to her in like a fantastical way. You know what I mean? Like now he's dancing, like gliding his feet through the air. Like, you know what I mean? Like listening to the coronation of um, the Thai prime minister. Like that music was beautiful. You know what I mean? Some nationalist shit. So she's dancing and he's dancing and he tries to grab her and she's like, no, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And then like, he kind of gets like more serious and stops right in front of her. You know what I'm saying? And stares into her, her eyes. And then she sees a glow of red. Right. And she's like a flashback to the alleyway mm-hmm. happens. And that glow of red, it, it's, like you smell something it reminds you of sixth grade or some shit like that. You just go right back to that memory. A weird smell of like sanitizer they don't use anymore. Yeah, like Play-Doh yeah. reminds me of fucking kindergarten. There's a say. certain sanitizer. I don't know what it is, but I've smelled it when I went to certain hospitals where I'm like, oh, that's what they use at my, my, my school. <laughs> exactly, bro. I'm like the teacher who used to squeeze my ear used this shit. <laughs> like my uncle would, um, I didn't know what weed was. And I would just smell my at my dad's house to smell that shit. Mm-hmm. Until years later, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This is this shit that they're... Wow, that's crazy. Like, y'all should not do this when kids are here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she sees that red and it flashes back to him, right? And she's like, oh, I gotta go. Like, you, you know what I mean? And um, she's like kind of freaking out trying to put two and two together, you know, as a fucking detective, you can put shit together. Um, she's not on sabbatical. She's just... No, so she's retired. Know? She's oh, retired, she's like okay. I said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a couple... Like, she stops going there. It kind of freaks her out. She starts looking up shit. So, she starts to use Michael. Um, she's like, hey, so tell me uh, missing tourists or missing persons on this shit. Like, mm-hmm. so... Um, so she can trace back a missing persons to the date that she saw those red eyes two days after that date. She's like, this is a long shot, bro. I'm fucking reaching, but they know that this person didn't show up for the boat ride out of this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But their friends did. So she's like, ah, this, I'm just, it's whatever. So shooting a shot in the dark. Same yeah, shot in the dark. You just like detectives do, bro. Yeah. They'll 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 get an innocent you nigga. Run down every end, or it, you didn't run down any of them. Exactly. So she's like, "Fuck it." He took Michael takes that as a, oh, she wants me. Like, you know so what I mean? Still sprung. Yeah, uh, obviously, because you know you cheated on your wife. You want to leave her, yeah. so he does. So also, oh, he's already gone. He's out the house so living at a motel. So hotel. He showed. He shows up to the um. <laughs> <laughs> idiot he shows up to her house I mean to the apartment not the apartment complex damn to the hotel room she mm-hmm. sees him down at the end of the hall she's like this nigga man and he's there with the his bags and flowers oof right oof he was like so I can keep my bag on my left side <laughs> you keep yours on the right side um so she goes and talks to him. He's just like, oh, you're not going to let me in. She's like, oh, 
He goes in there. He's like, I, I left her. I left her. Like, I'm here now. And she's like, don't you... Why can't you understand that this is not what you think it is? Like, like I murdered a motherfucker, man. Wouldn't didn't you off of that? You don't want to fuck with me, man. No, I meant to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I meant to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, at least you can do is give me my money, like my half of the money. So she, you know, um, in ATL when he Ti throws the fucking money in, in big boy's like, face. Oh. Now I gotta kill That's you. so disrespectful. And then he had to kill him after that. Yeah. Like he got his money, but because of the way he was presented the money, yeah. it came as disrespect. You threw it in the nigga's face. That's disrespectful across you, you the board. You could throw 100000 in my face, I'm gonna be like, oh, let me pick that up. <laughs> and I'm gonna pick up the 100000 I'm never gonna be like, oh, disrespectful. So, oh, you're so disrespectful. And then take out his blade. Not though. for $5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's and what change? he perceives as $5. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he had, you know, a few bands, but to him, that was nothing, but it was something that you owe me. Yeah, it's you know part of I mean? the respect factor. And then you're going to throw it in my face? Yeah. Oh, that's so disrespectful. Hey, hey, he didn't like having to do that scene. They did that scene one time. He was like, I'm going to have my He was like, can you, hey, big boy, can you flinch less like you know it's going to happen? <laughs> he was like, hey, look, player, uh, <laughs> I'm a Grammy nominated. I don't have to be here. <laughs> But like with a blunt lit on on like studio, and they're just like, "Hey, you can't have that." He's just like, "Listen but, to me, play." <laughs> Touch his nose all the time. And, but uh, Bun B was waiting for him to drop out so he could be there. So Bun B was like, "I pull up." <laughs> yeah. Have you ever David, seen how good my teeth are? David Banner was like, "Nigga, I'll be in this yeah. motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. da- David Banner. Um. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. She, like, throws the money in his face, you know what I mean, a few thousand bot, throws it in his face and then, like, shoves him out of the door. And he's just, like, in tears, like, please, like, please, bitch, like, I love you. Help me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hanging on the door and she's, like, against the door, like, God damn, bro, this is my reach on people, like. This, I'm doing this shit to you know she, she like reflects and has a maybe a flashback of her in the academy or something whatever the fuck so he like takes it takes the L walks walks down to the main street and shit like that like with his bag and these crumpled ass flowers that she threw in the back of his head as he before he turned around to the door <laughs> has a quicker draw than he does yeah <laughs> ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bitch. Like he turned him into the <laughs> crispiness of him hitting his Yeah, face. yeah, the dandelions and shit. Um, so he ends up at the restaurant before it closes and shit. And he's like smashes some beers and then the, that um guy recognizes he's Thai. And he's just like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like I can tell from your accent. You're from here. He's like, oh yeah, you're right, old nigga. He's like, ah yeah, I know my, I know my cities, man. And then he goes into his nationalist tangent, you know. And then he's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm. Well, and they start doing this shit, and just like, um, yeah, I have a. So he, so Michael starts reflecting. Yeah, I have a kid, and you know, a wife. They're in, you know, Phuket and shit. And he's like, oh, like, can I see? And then he, like, shows his daughter and she's like, oh, she has very nice skin. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, you know, when you're light skinned, some people that are raised to not like darker people compliment the fucking light skin. Oh, they compliment was, the hair. They I compliment, was, you know what I mean? I was like, is he going to steal this motherfucker's hair? Yeah. Or skin? Because <laughs> so this like, is a skin oh, story. She has, she has nice skin. She's a creeper. Right? So, um, he's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Her, her, her mom's from Sweden, and, you know, we got married a few years ago. He's like, oh, Sweden? That's crazy. And like, can I see a picture? And then he shows her a picture, and he's like, oh, you know, nice, you know, blue eyes and hair and shit like that. Hmm. And he closes, you know what I mean, closes up shop, right? Cut to her. She's like, ah, I left this nigga. Cut to Nong. I left this nigga out in the city he doesn't even know. Let me go try to find this nigga. So she goes down to the main street. Um, Cabbage Head is the is on that block, so he sees a lot of people and shit like that. Maybe he saw it. So right before he turns, uh, one of the um, workers there turns his sign to close. He's like, oh, uh, like, oh, I'm sorry to, you know, fuck with the shit, man. But um, have you seen this, you know, Thai nigga? He's handsome dude. He has a cut right here above his right eyebrow. You know, shit like that. He's like, no, no, I haven't seen anybody. And she, like, looks past him and sees the flower sticking out about two inches from the trash can. Mm -hmm. And then she looks directly to the to the left and she'd see like the and the edge of his bag right and she's like i don't have my service pistol on me so i can't just be slanging and banging over here so all right, all right thank you right so she beelines it to the alleyway that she saw those red eyes mm-hmm. and she sees um the trunk closing but a little bit before that shit, you'll see, like, the red of his shirt or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So, she's like, oh, shit. And having no vehicle in it, because everything is real close together. She obviously has her old shit on there. She's like, oh, fucking Phuket police, nigga. Give me your moped, bro. Get up off this bitch. And they, and this is, like, a few minutes. Like, she's trying to find somebody that has an operated vehicle that she can, you know, operating vehicle that she can get into. So she got on this shit and she can see the tail lights like super far in the distance. So she follows that shit and um, the lights cut out. So she's riding that bitch. So she cuts out her lights and then she's like, bro, this shit is hella dangerous. I mean, <laughs> motherfucking bumps. <laughs> and by this time they're in they're So well, you're chasing their, their tail lights. Chasing tail lights. They cut Red out. eyes still. Yeah. They cut into, um, like, more into the cave areas and shit like that. So she ends up getting off her shit because she was like, I, if I, they'll know I'm coming if I have my headlights on. And um, so she gets off that shit. She's about 800 feet away. They turn on, back on their lights because they... Because yeah, then they're like, oh shit, like, this is dark as fuck over here, dog. With that hurt light guy in this, kind of lost. Exactly. So they get off. Um, so she sees it and she sees like this tunnel, lit tunnel, right? And she's about 800 feet away. So she's like, you know, knees to chest, hitting that shit, brisk walking, 
because she gets out of breath. You know what I mean? These niggas ain't superheroes. Um, and she starts hearing screaming, like grown man screaming. And so she like hightails it over there, and she sees she meets the she sees the car, about forty feet from the entrance of this lit tunnel, into a cave. And so she's like seeing you know picking her head, and she's like walking, um, down the the tunnel now. And it opens up on Cabbage Head. Standing in front of Michael, Michael's on his knees now, right? His hands, his hands have been uh, bound. Well, his arms. So, just picture. You know how you fold your arms, your left hands in the right crook of your elbow and your right. Mm-hmm. But picture that behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, fingertips to elbow, that type of shit. And it's mm-hmm. you know, you're um, you've been bound. Bound is the best word. Yeah, for you've been that bound. You're completely and then fucked. you're the you're you know how you sit on your ankles, mm-hmm. um, sit on your heels, the heel and the front of your hip they've been bound as well. So it's like hogtied. Yeah, no, well, not hogtied because your hands, your wrists are connected to your ankles when you're hogtied. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah but yeah, like, you're bound. You you're can't move. Your be- you're on your belly. And no, he's on his knees now. Oof. So, how you sit on, right? So, all you see is, all you see is Cabbage Head in front of him and just takes a cleaver from uh, right shoulder to left shoulder. That's all the movement you see. Mm -hmm. You see Michael's head just fall off, right? And roll and point to the direction of Nong and she fucking just loses her goddamn mind. She screams at the top of her lungs. And then right into the, she screams, and he looks at her, you know what I'm saying? And then like a, you'll see the glow of his eyes when he looks directly at her. You know what I mean? Um, I'm Cabbage thinking, head? Huh? Cabbage head? Cabbage head. Yeah. Um, and as soon as she screams, you'll see maybe 15 people. So it's like this, right? It's a dome, but... The tunnel's this way, and it feeds right into the dome, so you don't see the sides. Like, sides. A, like a mushroom tip? Yep, exactly. Um, so, so it comes to an end. It comes to a big birthing end at the top. Exactly. Okay. So it's a big-ass dome and yeah. shit like that. The, you know. Um, so there's like 15 people that will start to look down the end of the tunnel, and somebody behind her grabs her up, like, you know, two people. Grab her by the arms and pulls her down into the to the opening of the cave, and then you it opens up. You know the mushroom, right? It opens up to let me uh, write this diagram. The tunnel. Let me open up here. They are there, right? Mm-hmm. You can't see this or this, right? And the more she walks in, the view of the sides open. So they're just rows. Like this. Okay. Of headless people. Oof. Dug into the dirt, dug into the sand, right? And on the, and replacing their head are big ass bushels of cabbage. 
<laughs> and and he explains this as she's getting bound herself. And as the uh, helpers, his children, are disemboweling his body and getting him ready to be buried up to his navel. And then, you know, so uh, that's what, these are all people buried, right? But it's, they're buried like they're bound mm-hmm. into the ground, just like those Ming Dynasty soldiers. Yeah, yeah. So they're buried up to their belly button or a little bit above. So you're only seeing the bottom, um, maybe five inches below their chest, mm-hmm. up to where their head should be. That's out of the ground, right? So he explains it as they're preparing his body. He's like, "I want you to see this. I want you to see this." So as we replace the organs, we we give the body dirt to purify the body. We give you, we give the head of this growing like cabbage, this infant cabbage to purify the mind. And then as the roots grow deeper, it purifies the soul. And the nigga's just like, like, oh, nigga, you're crazy as fuck, bro. He's like, you know what I'm saying? This, well, uh, so cabbage derived from North China, um, Northern China. That's where it first came up and shit like that. So, but it came down there since that was his main source in eating and shit like that. And that he was chosen from his mother to be that pure soul to lay with her and shit like that. He chooses that the cabbage to be the center of purification. Right? So... They disembowel the body, fill it up with dirt as he's talking about this, talking about Michael now. Um, as he was explaining that shit, um, then he packs the cabbage head in there and, um, you know, buries the body up to the mid chest, um, I mean, mid belly, and waters that motherfucker and just be like, we'll see in time, you know what I'm saying, if he's so you know, if the purification works, because it worked many times over all these people. Maybe he has about 80 of these bodies that he has killed and beheaded and replaced their bowels um, and guts and heart and shit like that with dirt. And, you know, he used them as planters. Um, So he's like, do you have, you know what I mean, anything to to relay? Or he doesn't even ask that. He, after she's bound and shit like that, she's trying to fight out of that shit. And she just sees these glowing, like, she's fighting, like, <clears throat> she sees these red glowing eyes, like, in front of her. And just, like, um, he tells his kids, like, prepare another, you know what I mean, another plot, you know, for this, this, um, this, uh, ritual of purification or some shit like that. And then he swipes. <sighs> And all you see is um, the 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 vision of her looking up and then falling over. Because you keep your your vision for a second when you get exactly. your head cut off. Exactly. And then um. And then they, and then they'll have the ritual of her. They do her body the exact same way, and then it cuts to end. And that's it. 
that the beggars of old get your head cut off and that's the last thing you remember is that those that last moment that your brain registers before it goes out completely yeah oh that's so dark I dig it I dig it sir what are you calling that Phuket secret uh no it's called cabbage head oh that's right you know what that comes off funnier than the story is. Yeah, that's a that's the name he he um was called like He had a big head. No, that's because that's all he grew up around there, right? Oh so okay. that's all he was known to eat and shit like that. Cabbage. So it's like a yeah. Okay, so just just like a, a nickname because of where he's from. Yeah. I like it. It's very dark, it's off putting, and I dig that. Yeah, not everything got to be, you know, rainbows and sunshine and shit. I dig it. And for for it to, like, that, that like, breaching moment when they hit the mushroom area where, like, they see all, or she sees where she's bound, being led to, you know, or whatever. All these people, like, so it's just her skin with dirt shoved inside. Yeah, it's just a regular-ass body, you know, where your heart is and lungs and shit. It's all been cleared out. Yeah, that's yeah. How you know how sick you gotta be to do that and have like fifty to sixty bodies just there. Yeah, and then your whole lineage is on the shit. You know what I mean? So hit the throne, right? I I forgot to add this in. The throne that he sits on, which is placed like maybe five feet behind him, mm-hmm. is something like um Jeffrey Dahmer's throne that he made. Um, and it's of all the skulls that he. He's collected. You know what I mean? It, so is All it, the heads. Is it almost like a... Uh, is is he beholden to anything? Is he praising anything or is he... Then the country of Thailand. That's what he's doing. He's point. a nationalist, yes. To, to the fullest, okay. Yeah. And there you go. That's cool. It's so sick. I love it. Yeah. Only you could come up with some shit like that. Like yeah, it. yeah, man. I was a nigga doing my job. I was like, man, nigga, this shit is fucking hard as fuck. That is, that is a fire story. Yeah. Damn. I don't know why I got so many Asian centric movies. <laughs> you know it. Um, but yeah. So, thank you for joining us on um, Director's Cut. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, this is like what episode eight or something like that. Uh, please join us for more. Describe book season two coming out soon. Hey, if not toes. already, be on your tens. Um, on our way. Don't stop being creative. We love you. Peace.